Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pacing Performance Bite Size. So this clip comes from episode number 234 with Dan Cleaver. Now Dan was my lecturer on my masters at St. Mary's University, but it is in this clip, despite me saying the force velocity myth, we are discussing the force vector myth. So a really interesting chat around the fo- around force vectors with Dan. But just before we do dive into this episode with Dan, I want to say a big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today. So if you're looking for a cheap, well, a free solution to collect, analyze, and present days to coach in a simple and effective way, check out AMS Lite from Rock Daisy. And that's rockdaisy.com. Uh, another discussion that you that you'd instigated on on Twitter, which was again very interesting, was around force and the force velocity myth. Would you mind giving us a bit of a, a background on firstly where that came from, and then based on a few of the things that you're probably going to say, I'm, I'm guessing we'll we'll jump off from there if that's all right. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, yeah, so uh, talking about the, there's this uh, theory that's been advanced in in the last few years which is the force vector theory um which has been a bugbear of mine uh because it pretty much it's based on off some very poor mechanical reasoning and also uh kind of contradicts one of the kind of key uh precepts of of uh this this uh principle of dynamic correspondence that often coaches use in, in order to evaluate if certain exercises are, are relevant to a sports skill or not. Um, and so kind of what the force vector theory is, and just as an aside, force vector theory is a really, really bad name for a theory because a force is by definition a vector. Um, so saying force vector theory doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like it, it, it's like saying sky blue theory or, or, or something. Um, but but yeah, so the, the the idea behind this force vector theory is that some exercises or activities are more horizontal, and some activities or exercises are more vertical. And that yeah, if 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 you're looking if you're looking to improve a horizontal skill, um, that that will be better improved by by a horizontal exercise. Um, it's intuitively attractive, and I understand. Um, why why it makes sense to people um but it, it's it's mechanically silly probably um and the reason for that is okay so certainly so what we're talking about is okay well what direction are you are you are you impressing force okay so if you jump vertically then yeah the ground reaction force is vertical if you are jumping as far as you can horizontally, then yeah, the ground reaction force is at an angle. Okay. And so, yes, the, the director of the force vector does change. Okay. But the way that we do, the way that our bodies change that vector is that we just change the orientation of our body. So if we're jumping vertically, our, our body is vertical. If we want to jump horizontally, we first of all lean our body over to the angle that we want the force at, and then we jump. So our, our strategy for okay directing force is is to change the position of our body. And so what that means is that the direction of the force relative to our body, i.e. 
relative to us, not relative to the ground, is always pretty much the same. But, so I'll say that again. Like if, if, if we're so if if you're jumping vertically, you can think that okay, well the force is roughly you know parallel to to a line that goes from your head to your toes. When you jump horizontally, you lean your body over, and the direction of the force is again roughly parallel to a line that goes from your head to your toes. It's just that now the line that goes from your head to your toes is is leaned over. Um, so. Yeah, like th- those two activities in terms of of horizontal and vertical jumping aren't really that different in terms of the direction of the force relative to the body. So then if we're looking for, okay, well, what exercises do we want to choose to improve those skills? Well, they're going to be similar because the direction of force expression relative to ourselves is the same. Um, whereas the underneath the force vector theory, they'd say, okay, well, no, uh, because the direction of force relative to the ground is different in horizontal jumping, that means that we pick a whole different set of exercises. Um, but the problem here is that, yeah, what's important is how the direction of force expression relative to us, not the re- direction of re- force expression relative to the, the, the ground. So why why the misunderstanding? Because this is obviously filtered down way beyond, you know, peer review journals into what's happening in exercise selection in many weight rooms across the country, across the world. So why such a why such a misunderstanding for something that you've explained so quite so clearly? Um, I, I'm not really sure, um, but I I mean I. I, I mean, I, I, I get I get that it's intuitively easy to understand, okay, though, that's more horizontal, that's more vertical. Um, and the kind of what, what we have here is a, a somewhat difficult concept that, okay, well, you've got a coordinate system that is related to the ground. Okay, and that doesn't change the y-axis, the x-axis, always point in the same directions. Whereas when we're considering the direction of force relative to us as an athlete, we have another coordinate system that's embedded in us with, say, the y-axis pointing towards our head, but that that coordinate system changes if we change the orientation of our body. And, and, and that's a bit hard to visualize and understand. Um, or it is when it's talked about in in the language of, okay, a local coordinate system or a global coordinate system. But, okay, maybe that language is difficult, but actually the concepts are the ones that coaches are familiar with because all of us as coaches will use, or most coaches will use words like anterior, posterior, superior, inferior. Well, if you think about superior, inferior, that's talking about, okay, well, superior is towards the head, inferior is towards the toes. Why do we not say more up or more down? Well, because the body can be in different positions. Um, So actually, we're very used to using superior inferior to express moving towards the head or moving towards the feet because we're comfortable with the fact that the body can change relative to the ground. Um, It's just that, okay, people don't recognize that terminology when 
when it's you know when we're talking about frames of reference um so one thing is yeah that i i i do you know it it, it has always been a common error for people to misunderstand okay the importance of things being um relative the importance of considering skills relative to your body not the ground and then i think the other thing is just that okay there's some quite influential people who've thrown their weight behind you know the force vector theory and because of how influential they are they they have a lot of reach and so that idea does propagate quite quickly um within the snc community and it sometimes leads to the best arguments that twitter's ever seen from a strength and condition industry. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so glad I didn't get involved in that. <laughs> it was entertaining for everyone. So in terms of in terms of exercise selection from a practical point of view, how does where do you sit on so for instance, horizontal um so acceleration, for example, how does this fit in with teaching acceleration, teaching top end speed? and people gravitating towards one or the other based on the arguments you've just outlined? Where does that, how does it fit from a practical point of view? Yeah, like, I I, I mean, accelerate or, or, or sprinting is another good example of, okay, a horizontal versus a vertical contrast, but it's still the same. Like, we all we all know when we're accelerating that, well, you know, the the, the slower you're going and the more that you're trying to accelerate, the more lean you have. You know, as you move to faster or towards top speed running and you're not accelerating, then you're more upright. Um, so again, it's a thing where it's the athlete is manipulating the orientation of their body in order to manipulate the direction of the force. Um, so, you know, the, there's an argument that the, or one, in terms of the, the direction of force expression, when you're contrasting acceleration and high speed running like it's largely the same relative to the athlete that's not to say they're the same you know like clearly uh there are differences between those skills but it's not in in the direction of force production um like i I referred to dynamic correspondence before so dynamic correspondence is this um theory that was popularized popularized by sif in in the book super training um, and it's essentially five criteria that you can use to compare exercises to sport skills. Um, well, that framework gives you a way of comparing, okay, well, well, you know, how is acceleration different to um, high speed running? And then, and, and then what are the implications of that for exercise selection? And there will be implications. Like I'm not arguing that, they're, that you should train the same. Um, but probably, uh, you know, or certainly the more important things to look at when you're looking at the difference between training for acceleration and high speed running is things around, okay, um, what's the current, what's the contraction regime? Um, what are the ranges of motion? Uh, you know, what's the, the relative speed of contraction? Um, you know, things about how the force itself is expressed and the positions that the body is in when the force is expressed, not the direction of the force relative to the ground. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So if you want to listen to the full episode with Dan, check out episode number 234 on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today, and I'll chat to you next time.